Hi guys and welcome back to the Honesty Pod. We are still recording in the midst of lockdown. I'm here with Stacey and Poonam. Hello. Hello. I hope everyone is doing well. <laughs> we are, yeah, I'm okay. Feeling a bit husky, but we move. Yeah, equally feeling husky this morning. Who oh. can go lower? <laughs> Honey, don't, don't tempt me. <laughs> So if we're feeling husky, Ew. I'm going to use this voice. <laughs> Hi, guys. Oh, that was really disturbing to do. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> um, today, we're going to be talking about dating and some of the dating stories, horror stories, good stories, because we want to shout out some good stories, too. Um, and who wants to kick off? Who wants to start off with an interesting story of their dating life? I think you should go first, Mia. I feel like you got the most. <laughs> um, do you know what? It's interesting. I have, I've not been on like many legit dates, but like, actually, to be fair, I have. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't believe that for a second. Uh, you know, I'd love just love to be wined and dined. Um, so, <laughs> for those who don't know, I'm a I'm a transgender woman, and I. When I when I lived as male, I I lived as a homosexual man, and um, I kind of catered to the stereotype that gay men are slightly promiscuous, which they're not. But I would just you know, as people think that sometimes, and that's essentially what I became. Um, a little bit thoughty, you know, just a little bit, and <laughs> yeah, I did I dated around quite a bit. I had some really good experiences. Like there were some great stories of like you know hitting it off right away and it's like bougie in London and it's cute and then there's been some um interesting ones where I say I'm going to the bathroom and never return <laughs> so never to be seen literally again. that's what happened so one of this um one of the dates so this is actually um I think this is oh my god when did this happen this particular date well, I think it was soon after I came out as trans and um I looked fishy i looked femme i, I looked very unclockable because i just wore very thick makeup that day and i said to i, I was like oh so you know what are your what are your thoughts on the lgbtq plus community and this is like essentially one of the first dates i went on as a woman and he was like oh you know mm, i was brought up in like you know a christian household so it's not really my thing i was like oh interesting because i hadn't declared that i was trans i'm not gonna lie like this is like two days into talking and i just was cba at that time and we went on this day and i may have been like oh so i'm trans what are your thoughts and he was just like uh uh oh uh. my god no he was just really flustered and i was just like yeah and mind you Wait, did you say this is before the fucking starters even came out so i was like Shit. i'm gonna go how did you feel like having to like like say that like after you'd asked that question he basically like what was that like were you just like i'm gonna put you I on the spot like what as fuck because you hear so yeah. many horror stories like, i have a lot of friends who are trans in like america and not in the uk where it's the uk is slightly safer but still a bit fucked up but um i was a bit like god damn he's gonna take me out back and shoot me or something like you know there's gonna be acid thrown or something like i hear so many horror stories oh i was really scared um that's why since that day i it's declared on everything like quite literally on like every single dating app that i've ever been on and there's been like a couple of instances where like 
it was in, in an interesting sort of sideline. But okay, I, I will delve more into sort of some, some weirder shit a little bit later on. I don't want to get too weird in the first few minutes. So, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, come on, dish. Oh, oh my God. Um, what have I done? Do you want like a specific type of horror story? No, it, or... Literally, like it could be anything. It could be a horror to you and it's just factually quite normal. Or it could be a normal mm. one. It should just give me like, give me an idea. Give me a glimpse into like your dating life. And then I will like probe and get weird with you guys. <laughs> no, I I think for me, oh my God, it's, it's really difficult because I'm not really... I haven't really been dating my whole life. Like it's been a very new concept to me, and I think probably the the worst thing. Oh my god! Wait. <laughs> um. Yeah, I almost made a boy cry. Um, I love that. In fab. <laughs> so, like, if anyone oh, goes to UAB, uh, University of Birmingham, have like a student union, like, like club night in the student union and it's called fab and yeah i just went on my ones with this like guy that i you know was talking to he's really lovely and i was i realized when i was on the dance floor that i just really didn't want to do this i was like living hell <laughs> and i didn't know any other out but like saying it to him so i was like trying to say it in his ear like i'm really sorry but like i just i can't kiss you <laughs> and i was just so brutal and he just looked so like crestfallen and i think that's the worst thing i've ever done that'll stay with me forever because i was just like how do i how do i manage this but i just didn't manage it well at oh, all you and it was just so awkward innocent thing if that's the worst thing you've ever done on a date <laughs> yeah I, it At was all ended so, it like i think thing is i didn't like i said that and then i didn't go with anyone so i stayed around them like him and his friends because oh, i was like i can't go anywhere else and that was the Come worst on. thing about it if i'd left if i'd left that was fine but i don't think i had the concept of going home early in my head so it was horrible yeah it's gross i love that but i feel like you can do worse (laughs) honestly you're talking to me i really mm, i have very little content when it comes to dating but yeah (laughs) stacy like i don't know if it's just situational or whether like i am the horror story oh i love this i've i've thrown up on two yeah Mm. on the people or like in general <laughs> no, no 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 not not like publicly but... what are you expecting throw up on a bitch <laughs> sorry bye then i think i'd be like i'm resigning myself to being a spinster already <laughs> if that were the case <laughs> like not to toot my own horn but i've never not been asked on a second date yeah wow. just, just you should put that on your LinkedIn. Uh-oh. Your next LinkedIn post. <laughs> I'm trying to get <laughs> trying to get those impressions for work. Yes. I've always I feel like the worst dates are when well you Stacey, that wasn't a horror story. That was you throwing up and then still being asked out again. So that seems to work wow. out pretty well. <laughs> the the first instance that that happened was because I got a bit ballsy and decided that i could also eat a bird's eye chili that was on the side of a drink Ooh. when i absolutely could not 
seeds and all just oh, bit straight uh, in i was oh. a couple of cocktails in he was he was quarter indian and he kept like making a really big point about that because he was like i can eat spice i can take spice i'm quarter indian he looked white <laughs> but <laughs> he kept bringing it up he kept saying i can cook curry blah 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 um so he was like oh but you can't eat the chili and i absolutely you know how competitive i am i was oh like God. you think i can't i absolutely can that I mean, I mistake. feel like that tells me more about this weird guy that he has more of like a weird, I don't know, like something to prove about being ethnic, sitting on a date with an ethnic woman. Well, he was from Cornwall. So. Uh, was this in Falmouth? Yes. Oh my god, this is like, they just got to prove they're different, you know? I'm sorry, I've, I'm sure the guy's nice or something, but <laughs> that's joking. Mean, he's pressuring you to eat a chili, he probably ain't that nice. No, he didn't pressure me. He I was, he was, was, he was psychologically trying to psych you out. Uh, how I did you like debate. come over? <laughs> what did you do after you bit into it? Oh, uh, so I like ran to the toilets, like mm. tears streaming down my face, face bright red. Girl. Threw up in the toilet, came out, was like fanning my still very red face, and then the barman gave me a shot of cream. Oh, and then another shot of cream. And he was just laughing at me. Bitch. I'm like, don't laugh at me. I'm pretty. <laughs> I think I probably laughed as well. I probably would have. There's, there's no way around it. I was in a rum bar. You can imagine what was being drunk. Ooh, that sounds delish. <laughs> <laughs> I think in all, it was quite a fun night. But yeah, that that's happened on two occasions. Okay. What was, what's your guys' best date that you've ever been on? Ooh. Ooh. Um Stace, do you have an answer for this? I'm trying to think. Why don't you go first? Kunam, do you have okay. something ready to go? Yeah, I think the best date I think I let me paint a picture of like the best dating situation because this has come together in the past and it's been lovely. Like just no time pressure. So there's no rushing off to anywhere. So, like, that ideally gives a full day, which is, like, a lovely thing to have. Like, just very ample time. Um, I like... Uh, I So, I've been on one where it was just... there was We started, like, doing one thing, and then we were just like, oh, like, do you want to go do this or, like, eat here? And then, like, we just kept going, and it was just so lovely. And, like, we're always surprising... Because, like, we're like, oh, is this the end? Oh, no, like, you still want to hang out with me? Okay, let's go. Like, it's really, really nice. But um, I think we went, it was, oh, my God, where did we do? I started in South Kensington, and um, it was just going to be, like... She lives in London, if you didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Londoner. Uh, Started in South Kensington, like, went to, like, the museums there, and then, like, went to get food in bloody hell where did we go went all the way to chinatown to get food so it's like a lot of walking and a lot of talking and that was freaking class like if if you can talk the whole time that's like 10 out of 10 for me because like there's just nothing better than just yeah sharing experiences and stuff and then when uh, he thought it was gonna end I was like no I want to like hang out more like he's like oh yeah I'm gonna go like walk around for a bit like you, you know dropping me off at the station and I was like no no I want to stay <laughs> um so then we ended up like walking all the way down to like um South Bank 
and it was just so nice and it was like so late but it didn't feel like time had passed and that that's kind of the ideal date where like just so relaxed and open to like whatever happens there's no schedule there's no like putting up pretenses very organic beautiful (laughs) yeah I think I'd probably say the same like not to like pick out a specific one but generally where it's not like not rigidly planned like I I for one don't feel like massively comfortable in like really formal situations like I I'm not the wine and dine type necessarily like I'd be like this feels too like pressured like I prefer it when it's like easy like oh should we do this like oh let's go there like it's just thought of like ad hoc like as you're going along mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I like that whereas me are on the other <laughs> do you know what I for the longest time my favorite date like my the best day I've ever had was with this um this older gentleman that I was seeing in London and um we had like brunch I went down to London really early and um we had brunch and then we caught um a, a matinee showing of Wicked and then we in the evening went to a really lovely lovely restaurant and I stayed at his house in this gorgeous apartment that he had not far from the gherkin and it was bougie and I lived for it and that was always the best because like Wicked's one of my favorite shows he like did everything that I'd ever wanted like in a movie like it was live and that was my favorite thing until like I had like more of a self-discovery because I was quite young when that happened I was like 18 or something at the time um maybe 19 I can't remember I have poor memory um yeah and then I went on a date with my current partner Ben and we it was really laid back and just really chilled and it was just I don't know there's something about like you know you instantly have a click with someone and you're vibing do you know what I mean and you do things that actually hold your interest rather than just going to dinner um which was really nice if you went to like Waterstones and like looked at books, mm. which you know I'm a huge fucking nerd, so like I love books and he loves books, and we sat there talking books and just life in the Waterstones like cafe, and then we went to dinner, but we didn't pick where we were going to go to dinner. We were just the nearest restaurant was Ask, which I don't recommend. It was not very good, but um, the atmosphere was great, and it was near Christmas time, so the markets were on, and it was just a vibe, you know, like it was just a vibe, like I was mm-hmm. living. Um, that's good but yeah I oh, these man. are all very like nicey nicey like well I want I want the funny ones <laughs> like I know full well you've got some funny ones up your sleeve um yeah I've had some interesting interesting <laughs> dates in my past um or even just interesting situations that I've been in like it's just been super weird like have you ever been in a situation where you're like Oh my god! Did not expect that to happen. Oh my god! Yeah. So a hundred percent. Okay, right. This is. I'm not going to bait out who the person is, but like, I mean, they're blocked and everything, so they won't be able to like find out. But still, um, there was this guy who was um from India, and he was like, we, we like I didn't really want to meet him. Like he was not exactly my type. He was, um. <laughs> He was young and he was like skinny and it was just oh god, it was not the one. And um 
<sighs> we we meet up in this bar in like Coventry, which was like in the nice part of Coventry, like it was quite cute, it was quite nice. And, you know, I had lived in that area as well. So like it was bougie and I was like, yes. And he was like, this is gonna sound really weird, but the cricket's on and I really wanna like, I just really wanna catch the last inning. I think he said inning. I think that's a cricket word. I don't really know. The last thing for the the wicket or whatever. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, okay, sure. Like he's like, oh, I've got some beers at mine, whatever. And I thought absolutely nothing of it because I'm evidently a dumb, naive bitch. And um, yeah, he just like, as soon as we got to his, the cricket was like, was it cricket? Yeah, it was cricket. And then he put on golf. And it was oh the most God. boring God situation that I've ever been in. And then he just whipped it out. And I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, my days. And I was just like, yeah. what? What is this? <laughs> and I was like, I, don't, I, just didn't, I just didn't expect this. And the thing is, I parked my car outside the bar and like, well, pub, whatever the fuck it was. And then we walked to his house. I'm like, why the fuck did I park my car? Like, this is stressful. I can't just dip because like, I, I, uh. and then I was just like, eh, it's kind of big, may as well. And um, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, go with this creepy Indian guy who lured me in with cricket. It's the worst fucking thing. I hate cricket, it's boring. So Indian to like, use crickets there. I know, wow. but I think I think um, I think Stacy knows this story, but um, I don't think Poonam does, and I think the listeners would love this story. Um, so I was dating a quite a um, I say dating. I had a sugar daddy who was um, quite a lot older, <clears throat> and just, just a little bit. I mean, no, this is the first one. So this is I won't say names, but this is the first one that led me to the second oh, one. Oh, okay, so, yeah, um, yeah. And he was very senior in a very, very well-known automotive industry. And he took me, when I was male, um, to a dinner. Like a, a like a very like senior level dinner with all like the VPs and shit like that. And um, he had already asked me to marry him. And what? yeah, so this, I was with this sugar daddy for a while. And How old were you at this point? Uh, 17. Fuck in hell. No. Yeah. You're so young. You're like a little baby. Oh my God. Yeah, but I could grow a beard, honey. So it was fine. <laughs> she had a thickums of a beard. It was okay. Um, so I went to this dinner and I looked cute as fuck. He brought me the suit and um, it was it was super adorable. Anyway, went to this dinner with him and I was already sort of like on the way out because I was like, I don't want to marry him. Like I'm 17, what the fuck? And I'd already been told well, I had gender dysphoria and I was like, oh fuck, I'm trans. What the hell's going on here? And then I introduced him to one of my friends that I knew and like they're now married and living their life. But but my friend is rolling around in like Cartier jewelry and I'm like, fuck, I should have married him instead. Um, (laughs) At least took everything, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Insurance money. And um, I was introduced that night to his boss, who is very close to retiring. So you can imagine his age. Um, and he was quite enamored with me. And I was like, okay, sir, you kind of cute too, with your little peppered hair. And Stacey's seen a picture of this guy. And Stacey, um, he looked better <laughs> than he did in that picture, okay? He was a little bit younger then. If, if you say so. <laughs> if that's what they all say. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so I started dating his boss. 
um oh you stuck up old, yeah he was a lot older and he lived in this fucking mcmansion like this mini mini mansion in like the fucking warwickshire countryside and um he also had an apartment in london and let me honestly it was just um it was a, a great few oh years God. an apartment in london as well bloody hell you really step up when you like go on the dating scene you're just like you know what no half measures for me. You need to teach us how to step ourselves up. Oh, please. honey, it's about um. Well, you know what? It was weird because he had been married, and like he has kids, he has grandkids, and like he always thought of himself as straight. And then he met me, and apparently I switched things up. Um, and now he no longer straight. And I'm like, okay, damn, <laughs> um, damn yeah you converted so, him you, I, I think i just unlocked something that he had been repressing wow but, um, honestly the majority of people that i've like had encounters with because i'm not like i'm not the biggest dater i'm more of a let's link up and see what happens uh, so um yeah the most of the encounters i will say um have been straight men um or really or plot twist married men oh we love to see you. Yeah, fuck it up. Fuck it up. Honestly, no, it was it was the worst being caught by being being caught in the act by someone's wife, and like imagine like seeing your husband with a man in your house. Oh when I say you've lived a life, there is no word of a lie in that. I've lived a fucking life, but you know what? I can openly talk. I used to be really ashamed of it before, but I'm just like, you know what? You passed as you passed. You can't change it. I was a troubled child. Oh God, saying child and talking about sexual things is weird, but I was essentially a child. Um, being like, yeah, I was troubled. Like, you know, things were fucked up. So like I acted out in the worst way possible, but it was a lot of fun, honey. But, um, I beg to differ. I feel like there could be worse things you could have done. Like, this is oh, all yeah. pretty, like, you know. This is tame. I'm not going to tell you the worst things I've done on there. Fucking hell. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Okay. Very interesting. Um, so, yeah. what would, so I think you guys have already mentioned it. I was going to ask what your ideal date is, but I imagine, like, easy breezy, like, you know, going with the flow is, like, your thing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't I don't imagine that. Hmm. What else? Honestly, like if I could have like unlimited money and like I don't know. I would just want a food. I just would want to be exploring loads of food. That would be like the best kind oh, of that yes. would be good. Mm. Trying to picture I mean, how that would work, but <laughs> Do you know what? It's it's honestly it's so true because like I am like my partner is a is sort of a restaurateur, so I'm just like, you know, I, I I love food and so does he, but like I'm lazy and I don't always want to cook, so I'm just like, let's go out. Yeah, yeah, same. Like I would, t- I think like what the UK needs more of is like the equivalent food markets that you get in like East Asian countries, particularly is my experience of them. Ugh. Like when I went to Korea. Like, they'll just have, like, a food market where they're all selling, like, different types of street food and it's all really good. So you don't really have to... You can go to, like, one place and eat lots of different food and, like, the atmosphere is usually, like, a vibe. Like, we need more places like that. Like, London probably has them, but Birmingham, it does not. Yeah, Birmingham... Apart from Dig with Dining Club, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I feel with Dig What's Downing because it's like it all it's also like a bit bouge. Like it's good food. Yeah. Like, mm. I don't want I don't always want aesthetically pleasing, like as a juicy looking bagua. No. I want like I want like the side of the road in India where like you're in Amritsar and you have Amritsari fish and it's just like the most delicious thing in the fucking world. Like I want street food. I don't want something pretending to be street food. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like one thing I don't get is like those girls out there that think they like can't eat in front of someone. Like that's not me. I don't think that's any of us. No, hell no. Yeah, I don't. No, we're pretty messy though. You ever get like self conscious about eating? I used to be that bitch. I used to be the salad ordering bitch on a date. I just couldn't. Like even if I. I've been on dates where, or a date where I was like done with the guy, but I needed to eat. I was like, I needed to just go find food, but I was done with the conversation. I was like very hangry. And yeah, just munching on a burger. Like, I have really bad appetite though. Like I, my eyes are bigger than my actual stomach. It's really sad. Um, but no, I think we, I think a lot of people like who are like scared of eating in front of other people like that. It's like, I'm not going to like shit on them too hard because i feel like that there's something in there that like yeah it's like they can't help somewhere yeah but... i'm just like what happened to you like yeah, i just don't know yeah. like I'm, I'm curious girl what happened yeah but like, um was it your dad did someone say something like i just want to know like yeah. i'm a curious bitch someone say something oh my god i bet it was uh no i i always make a mess though when i'm eating like i have hands down i don't think i successfully eat anything without getting on me it's actually shameful I went for a cocktail date once and I kept, I just was a messy bitch. I just finished my cleaning shift at the uni. I was still in my cleaning clothes. I was in Turtle Bay and I like was just spilling like pina coladas on me. Like, like work after work drinks, like really just being a messy, messy hoe. It was so, uh, I don't know. Guys want to know something super, super lame. I mean, it's lame because it's coming from me, but I'm sure people do it. Um, I used to go on dates and um, there was a, so one of my partners, um, I have a lot of London based partners. I just realized, lol, um, you know, I was living for that bougie, bougie lifestyle. Um, so he took me, what, this guy that was briefly dating, this Indian guy that was briefly dating, um, took me to this restaurant. I think it's called Strada, I think. Mm. Is there a restaurant chain called Strada or Strava? So. Some Name bullshit like that. I don't know. We were on like London Bridge and I we ordered pizza and I, I fully was like eating with a knife and fork because I was like so ashamed of eating with my hands. And he was like, the fuck are you doing? And like he was just like eating with his hands and living his life. And I'm just there like, oh, so undignified. And then in my head, I was like, I wish I could eat with my hands. Like I'm Indian. I eat everything with my fucking hands. Yeah. Like I can eat dal and jaw with fucking my hands. Like, I love I mean? that. Uh, I tried that at home and they were like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, no, this is life. This is how I want to eat now. For reference, that was um, eating rice with um, dal. What's dal? Lentils. Um, lentil, essentially lentil soup. Um and honestly, I just, I love eating with my hands. And I'm just glad that, like, my current partner is just normal with that shit. And I'm just there, like, here, here's a porota. And he eats it with his hands and it's fine. Or, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I, I'm a messy bitch now. I try not to have grey nail polish because the haldi would stain. Oh, uh, yeah. No, <laughs> not good. Um, okay, so what would be 
Wait, did you go through your ideal? Uh... My ideal used to be the whole wine and dine. Now I'm a bit more, I still like structure. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I still, I have an itinerary in my head. Like I plan out the day in my head. I just don't tell the other person because I'm slightly like OCD when it comes to things like that. Like I'm very punctual. I like things to be done a certain way, etc. So like, yeah, like I know we're going to do this. And at some point we're going to do this and then, then this. But like, I let it go with like the flow to a certain extent. I like speaking of which, I had one that was just so, that just put me in a scenario that was so like unplanned and so like just strange to think that it actually happened. Do you did I tell you about the one with the the rapper? Yes. Oh my god! Oh my god! I forget. But the, new, that but this the listeners, but the I... listeners do not know. So please share. So this was like a first. Uh, yeah yeah it was the first one but it was so he had like a record label that was like the thing apparently and he was also a boxer um that was supposedly training for the olympics um for the country he's from so he was african um and yeah it was a gig that he was doing at a, an african bar in birmingham those that know will know which african bar i'm on about um so I was like, I guess his entourage. So I got to the house and his cousin was there and then his friend turned up. who was like the only black Irish person I've ever met and it honestly blew my mind. I thought he was American for the longest time until I straight up had to ask him. So then we were like pre-drinking and I don't think we left until about 1am, which immediately my head was like, you're supposed to be performing. Why are we like not left yet? So we got there and he decided to wear like a tracksuit or be quite a nice one, like well-fitting one. And th- we rocked up to security and they were like, no tracksuits, no trainers. And he was like, oh, I'm the, I'm the act, I'm the act. And then we walked straight past security. I had like a long fur coat on. Like I'd really like tried to beat my face this time because I was so conscious. I felt like he was someone, probably that was a mistake, but you know, when you when you hear I've got a record label, I think you immediately think I probably need to put some effort. Record label is actually his cousin um, who was like, "Yeah, I can mix the tracks." <laughs> well, he, had, like, he had a music video on YouTube. <laughs> Listen, it was on Vivo, which has since been deleted. That demo was fucking no, it was not on Vivo. It was not on so Vivo. I don't trust no. it. Um, and it was like filmed on like the the roof of the car park by Salvages. <laughs> Once again, oh. those who know know where I'm on about. Uh, oh. Yeah, so we got to this gig and it was this supposed gig, and it was just like a normal club night. Like I got introduced to people. Like I was the whitest person in the room, which was a, a different for me, very different. Um, and I'm sure like a good like two three hours had passed, and there was no performance. And I was just like I'm getting a bit tired now. It's like three a.m. Not much is happening not much is going on and then eventually he comes up to me and he's like oh there's no mics wow what in the fuckery <laughs> so I been at this place like drinking a bit like there was a couple of times where he just went off with his friends and i was just like on my own like this is fun Wait, probably doing um, lines oh my in the god yeah that definitely happened because obviously it was supposed to be his gig so all of his friends were there uh, there was one point where, like, he was talking to me with his, like, arm around my waist and then this this girl came up and was talking to him. And then after she walked away, he was like, oh, that's my big sister. And I was like, this is an experience. 
Um, another hour passed, still no performance, no mics turned up. So this is the the man that apparently does a gig at a place that has no microphones. What club in Birmingham has no microphones? Probably wasn't a gig. Like the lack that of organisation. <laughs> it was just the, the, oddest, the oddest experience. And then I, it turned out like two months later, I saw another music video of his go up on YouTube that had been filmed that night. Really? Yeah. I wasn't in any of the shots, thankfully, but it it his friend, the black Irish guy, the photographer, was filming his next music video in the club that night. Yeah, but like, was he miming in the club? No, it was just like like party shots. Wow, that was wow. that was an odd one. Oh my god, so interesting. I love. <laughs> And it got to like 4am, I think, and he was like, oh no, don't go home. And I was like, I'm going home. I've been here for hours and <laughs> nothing's happened. I'm Goodbye. going home. So late. That's such a long thing to do for nothing to happen. That's It was just nice. very odd. And like when someone's like friends and family are there, I think I met two of his sisters at least. At least? How many he fucking got? Jeez. I think like four. Bloody hell. So yeah, when when things don't go to plan... See, sometimes it's nice and fun when things are going to go to plan, but it's horrible. Yeah, because normally I like spontaneity, but that was just, that was odd. Although, to be fair, I did feel like I was living my best life when we, like, walked past security and I was in, like, my fur coat and stuff. Because it's very, like, not me. Anyone that knows me knows that that's not my, like, aesthetic. That's my aesthetic. I live mm. through it. But to, to have done that once, I did it's pretty felt sick. like I was living my life a little bit. Like, I was with the, I was with the artists. At the, well, I felt that at the time until I realised... <laughs> Very quickly. It was lies. Well, you met a black Amer- uh, Irish guy, so that was like an experience in itself. Whenever That's I think true. of black That's and true. Irish, I always think of Charlie's Angels. <laughs> you know when, like, um, oh, what the fuck's his name? Boris, not Boris. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Now you've lost me. I can picture him, but I just can't think of his name. Oh, it's something it ridiculous. It's something. It's not Paddy. It's not something like that. Uh, that was his Irish name. Oh, uh, isn't it Barsley or yes, something? Yes, Barsley. Parsley, whatever his fucking name is. He pretended to be a black Irishman to infiltrate the Irish docks. Wow. Um, I was going to ask as well, like, what do you guys think about dating etiquette? What is dating etiquette? Hmm... Good question. I mean, um, is it a thing? <laughs> like, I feel like it's just like a, a kind of arbitrary concept to some degree. I guess. Yeah. But then I say that, but there probably actually is stuff that I'm very mindful of in the situation. I think, I think there <laughs> is dating etiquette to an extent. Like, there's certain things you you do and you don't do. Like, don't fart, pick a nose, and be gross. Don't do none of that shit. Oh god, well, that's just things you wouldn't do in any situation. Speak for yourself. <laughs> any um, social situation. But no, like, and it's, ugh, I just feel like talking about exes and like previous partners and relationships is a bit weird on the first one, unless it's like within certain contexts, etc. Like, do you know what I mean? But yeah, in general. Yeah, like, unless it's explaining more about you, I kind of understand that. I don't know. 
people always say like don't talk religion don't talk politics like stuff like that really on multiple occasions that's happened oh 100 that's good i feel like that's a good thing to talk about in the first instance anyway. like I, I i need to know if you're a tory <laughs> straight away. and you know what you can be a tory that's fine it's just what what are your views on certain things etc like, we gotta get that out of the way yeah, it's, a big, it's a big thing i think the older we get as well it's increasingly important yeah like to me if i was dating someone and they're not supportive of blm or like you know that would be an issue or like if someone wasn't supportive of like the green party movements do you know what i mean there's certain things in life that i'd be like against and i wouldn't date you because of it but if we don't have those conversations in the first instance i don't want to be wasting my damn time i think it could be kind of fun like when you get into really deep conversations the first time around so like going back to the one i mentioned earlier that i threw up on like there was another like a few hours that happened after that point like it wasn't the end by any means it was just something kind of funny that happened <laughs> midway through um we got into politics we got into religion i'm sure we got into like mental health like all that jazz probably more as the drinks were flowing as well and i'm sure at one point he admitted like that he previously had like a drug addiction and at the time i'd probably had a few too many and was like oh, you were such a strong person for having come through the other side of that like it, it got quite deep that's cute i like that i love deep convo i'm that bitch that's gonna ask i you. hate small yeah. talk i <sighs> hate it with a passion i can't do it what are you guys' thoughts on like silence or like quiet like i love when i'm talking to someone and you can let like a silent pause just like continue. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm like a comfortable yeah, silence. Yeah, like I love it. I hate trying to fill the silence. Like it's not, it's not my jam. So I love it when someone's as comfortable as I am not speaking. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. I think I struggle with like constantly having to talk. So if I'm able to just stop and it's not like filling the gap that's ideal and also it's kind of cute because you're like oh like just like absorbing what's going on oh man I love it I think um also like a lot of my when I started so I started dating pretty late and when I got into it I think I was trying to learn a lot from like tv and like films and stuff like that just trying to understand what it was like and I feel like a lot of the <clears throat> A lot of like the media interpretations of dating, maybe less so now, is like it's very it's a lot of pressure on the girl, I feel like, and I'm not that kind of girl. So like I'm not the kind of girl though. I pretty much always wear like no makeup and I I'm just really that low maintenance and I Same. wouldn't wanna I wouldn't wanna like trust myself up personally for like a guy that I was about to meet because I know that's not like my authentic self, but I always felt like I had to do something that wasn't me to like date like I thought there was that was the hoop that I had to jump into like you know like really like dress up or like really like you put in the effort but like look a certain way and I don't know I just I really I think coming into London was really different because it felt like just like after work it just felt very like quick so there was mm -hmm. not enough time to think about what was going on which is what I benefit from I think <laughs> um, but yeah just like learning off tv and stuff is so strange <laughs> I was just like of, not like that I was kind of lucky that getting into like this part of my life was at uni and in Cornwall like it was so different because you're not in a city there's so few places you can actually go everyone's like generally super laid back like for anyone that doesn't know it's the kind of place like you'd have 
a, there was a surfboard rack in the uni accommodation like it's that kind of vibe so i like, don't think i ever wore makeup on a date like it was super super chill like it was usually quite windy or rainy or cold as well so you, you dressed for the weather yeah so i was lucky that there wasn't that same kind of pressure there and i think that's kind of indoctrinated me into just doing like what i want to do rather than thinking i have to like fit a standard yeah i used to be proper filmy and be like dressed to the nines and even when i started to date as a female i was i it was i felt so much pressure to look hyper feminine um because i didn't want to be quote unquote blatantly trans because in my head that was something that was undesirable and obviously as i've grown and as i've like you know stacy's testament to like how i dress every day bitch i do not give a fuck like i <laughs> like i'm whenever when like when i transitioned me- like medically and i had surgery i didn't really go on any dates like my current partner is like the first sort of real date that i went on as like after i transitioned and it was winter and i just put let's put a bit of makeup on and you know i was in an oversized jumper and leggings like minaka like i it wasn't that i didn't want to like why would you want to dress up for someone like i don't get that like bitch i dress up for myself and i was comfy and i was warm i was living my life yeah sometimes i look at girls that are able to like do the full glam and you know like it looks really effortless and i'm like you guys rule like i love it like i love to see it but i just can't media just makes it feel like that is the norm Mm. Yeah, I I think maybe more and more it's like definitely not like I know our circles are not um, like super glam and also like maybe I just don't I just don't mix with girls who are super glam so I don't know about like that side of life I don't know Mm. but yeah I don't know I enjoy being also uh, lol if I come dressed how I normally dress and like without all the super glam and stuff the guy immediately gets an idea of what kind of person I am because I feel like Indian girls are very specific sometimes. I don't want to paint a broad stereotype, but I feel like there is one where yes. generally, like, they're super glam, like, long hair, very, like, you know, be- of beautiful girls and, like, very dressed up, able to, like, you know, go out in heels, like, all the time. Well, I don't know. And I'm, like, really not that at all. <laughs> so, like, it's nice to, like, let their expectations, like, settle accurately on the first date mm-hmm. rather than painting me up to be someone a hundred percent like i like typically if i like someone the second date isn't going to be like a date like going out and eating and stuff it's more than likely hey come to my house i'll make you dinner do you know what i mean and it's going to be me in booty shorts and a tank top or oversized tea which is exactly how my partner saw me in the second time ever like i was just chilling like it was just like eh. oh my god did we were we at yours just before that happened no, we we can't have been. No, I'm just always dressed no, like that. <laughs> no, okay, okay. I think okay. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah, so like I, for me, it's like I don't want someone to think that I'm this gorgeous glamazonian person. The first time Ben ever saw me glamorous was like Valentine's Day, like three months after we were together, like just we went for dinner and mm. i was in like a house of cb dress my face was glamorous yes. house of cb oh love i love it get it and i got dressed in the office it was great 
It was I looked I looked great. <laughs> Girl, I know I looked great. You did. You 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 turned a look. I did. <laughs> and he was like he was blown away. He was like, whoa. And I was like, yeah, I look like this sometimes. I'm not doing it used to it, bitch. <laughs> That's the thing as well. Like, if you if you set such a high standard, like, the first time they see you, like, it's so hard to feel like you've got to maintain exactly. that. Like, it's a lot easier to just, like, you know, have it up your sleeve when, like, the occasion arises that you choose to do it rather than feeling like you've had to do it for someone. Exactly. And I just feel like, yeah, yeah. I ain't got time. I ain't got time to fit yeah. into like boxes of how y'all want me to be or look or dress or speak because I ain't got the time. Bitch, I'm busy. Like, no. We love a generation with range, eh? <laughs> That's it. It's so true because I know for a fact. What about? We'll continue, babe. Puna? Change tact, but you go ahead. Go for it. I'm. You know, I'm just a rambly bitch I was going to anyway. ask about dating apps oh god yeah go for it I, I, know, I know them um, all but also like what <laughs> yeah I was gonna say like dating apps so I've tried tinder bumble and hinge and I like Tinge the most but like what do you guys think about dating apps really I was on them all <laughs> I think they're just the norm now I know a lot of people that um you know actively dislike dating apps and to be honest i was pretty against i was pretty against them for quite a while like hinge was the only one that i actually gave a chance and actually like used to go on dates but like every like the whole time through uni i was like this is such bullshit like where's the where's the organicness like where do you i prefer meeting people like through people or like in person first i don't want to like search for them online first that's kind of my stance on it but hinge was pretty i think that's like the ideal but it just feels like so impractical and so rare in today's day and age like I think in London it's probably different because there's so many people to meet I think like when you're not in a big big city like that like Birmingham is a decently sized place but I think it's still difficult uh-huh and I'm from Coventry yeah yep. I mean like honey and I think like the, <laughs> the kind of places like you go and socialize in Birmingham like they just don't really cater to that very well. And also, I feel like anybody you're going to meet in public no. is going to be a fuck boy. Yeah, like, I, whenever I in went public. to, like, bars or clubs and shit, which was not, re- like, not, like, often. I'm not, a, I, that's not my scene. It's not who I am. It's not what I like. But, like, whenever I would, it'd always be fuck boys. And until I'm going to, like, some bougie-ass oh, bar yeah. and it's, like, and the older distinguished gentleman who, you know, is going to buy me nice things. But it's a whole different story. Yeah. I I can't like I can't um like actively seek people on like nights yeah, out or whatever like same. it's just that is such a struggle like I did that once and I <laughs> I dated someone I met in the club I remember club. that night and it was a testament <laughs> it was a testament to you do not find Bay in the club it's yeah, just not the night. one <laughs> uh, it's so gross to I think about to but that night because of you. yeah I can't do that I know you were like the side man of the the week then wing was, man was, you know side man tough, tough role for you. yeah nah but like wing man but then like became a some side of side person <laughs> because like it just was really it was bad it was bad I never want to do that again that um, to me is the epitome of though what happens but, in so in in you know when things are instigated in like that kind of situation like I think that's a very common story yeah like I love. I love dating apps but for me it was a very different situation like I was a 
openly trans Indian woman and finding someone who would be okay with that in the general populace is going to be very tough. So I was on, oh my God, I was on every fucking dating app, all of them, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, OkCupid, a, a lesbian dating app called Her. Um, there was another one. Poff, Dilmil. Like, honestly, I was on all of them. I don't even know. Dil- Dilmil? Oh What's that? Dilmil is the South... It's like an Asian dating app <laughs> catered towards South Asian Bloody people. Hell. So I linked up with their Indian fuckboys. <laughs> Man. I swear dating apps are just like... Especially Tinder was just a hundred percent just a breeding oh, ground for yeah. one night stands. I and I, I would hate beg that. To I can't, like I, I think it depends on the kind of person that you were to match with. Yeah. Also, because I've had good experiences. Yeah. Where it's not been that. Yeah. With Tinder. That. I've had some. Oh I've God. had. I've had good experiences on all of these across the board, but I've also had majority negative experience with all of them as well. So it's it's difficult, but. That's my, you know, my situation is very different to a normal, quote unquote, normal person that's going to be out in the dating world. So, but yeah, no, honestly, it's, uh, I mean, I wouldn't have met my partner if it wasn't for a, a dating site. So we stand for those. <laughs> yeah, the person I dated for two years, I met on there. So what can I say? I, I play the long why, game. Why I play do the we long think game. that? Like, I think that's the difference. A lot of people are there yeah. for, like, instant gratification. Yeah, no. I'm like, we're talking for, like, a month before. Exactly. I want to see if you're a anything. fucking serial killer. I don't want to meet you up in some place. And, and I think the people there for instant gratification are the types that lose interest. Very quickly. Yeah. It's like, why do we... What happened to the good old days where we're like, oh, my, I met through like my neighbor and it's, then it's we got not married. the fucking 60s. like why don't we do that anymore like what's going on i was gonna say like when i think about my parents back, yes like, that was mia <laughs> but like what like how has it changed is so that just we're more um career orientated are we like That's taking longer everything. to choose like what do you think all is- of the above but also we're not tied to people as we used to be whereas you know in a relationship previously, after about a year, you'd get married because it was a thing to do. Now you date for longer. But also if things don't work out, you're not going to work at it. You just be like, bye, fuck you then. Do you know what I mean? I think it depends on the person, of course, because I'm not like that. I'm, I am always stick things through and I, I want to talk things through probably because my parents have been married for like 30 plus years and it was an arranged marriage and like, you know, they always talk their shit through. But like, you know what I mean? Like there's very, I think people have different stances on it. But I think a lot more working for longer mm-hmm. career orientated not wanting to have fucking babies and just pop them out just for the sake of it you know and i think that is women are having a bit more independence i guess from my side of things and like that, that's how yeah. i see it because men are always sort of like you know track yeah they've like not changed general, if you think i of think we consume yeah. information now like it's all in our palms on our mm-hmm. phones like it just kind of makes sense given this situation we're in and like attention spans are shorter but also like we probably do have higher standards for like maintaining conversation where there's genuine like interest there definitely and it's not it's not just oh um i know this person or like oh my partner has a friend do you know what i mean it's not just 
as simple as that anymore. It's it's there's so much more going on. We'll blame globalization. That's always my go-to. Oh. Globalization. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, there's a lot a lot of things to change. I'm glad for, like, you know. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. No, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think a lot of sacrifices that were made by like especially my parents' generation, like I don't have to make. Like I don't have to sacrifice my happiness for anyone at the moment, which is like brilliant. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, I think there's a, a whole uh, different culture system, you know, we're a much more multicultural now compared to who we were like, you know, 20 odd years ago. And there's a lot more intermingling and it just, there's so much, there's so much going on. Although I think there's a lot more independence to be yourself. There's not like, obviously there's societal pressure, but more people are not conforming to that and, you know, deviating from what people expect them to be and living their authentic lives and I think that in itself has pushed people more to just go towards self-realization rather than just do the things my parents did yeah but yeah I, I, I completely agree I think you know society's in a very very different place to how it was like when our parents were meeting like everything's everything is different yeah and I love the fact that women can sp- explore themselves sexually it's not just I'm gonna get married and wait till marriage. Nah, bitch, we're gonna fuck. We're gonna fuck everyone and anyone we can because we fucking can. Like, do you know what I mean? Live your life. I'm just thinking, like, all the existential crises that we feel as a generation, like, growing up and probably will continue to feel, like, more generations that come up. I feel like that stops a lot of people from, like, just being, like, in their own little world, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna settle really quick and, like, happy. Like, I feel like, we are so caught up in the fact that the world is such a horrifying place at the moment that like sometimes you're like I maybe kids is not something I ever want to do or like maybe marriage is not gonna you know fix the problems that we're gonna face in the future anyway so like why why would we do that also like we don't need to have a man to own like things or the way the world was built around women before meant that you just marriage was the easiest way to get through in life but now yeah we have like complete autonomy we can have babies on yes own. artificial insemination have, like, everything on our own everything on our own like, i Just prefer to buy man. things myself i'm the same i find it very i get very uncomfortable when someone tries to buy something for me i'm like ew stop it no unless i'm doing something in return it is such an unfamiliar but i think that's thing. mainly because we're ethnic, yeah, I feel like yeah a lot of people have that yeah i struggle with that but I don't even like my parents pay, like paying for things because I'm like, yeah, not that's anymore. Your money. Definitely just... not anymore. I don't let anyone pay for anything in general. If I can't afford it, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna say no unless like, you know, it's it's like, oh, I get this, you get this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm guessing. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. We're all in agreement that like, there's no expectation for one or the other to pay for everything. Oh no! Yeah, it's been. It's like absolutely not a thing I think about now. I'm like, if I can, if I can cover it, I'll try to. 100%. If not, then it's not. Like, it's kind of nice to have like the guy like step in. Like, it's it's just kind of a nice gest- gesture rather than me like wanting him to do it. It's just like, oh, cute. Like, but I also know I can yeah, do that. Yeah, so I'm that bitch. Nice. I'm like, like, I want them to say it, but I'm not gonna let them do it. But at the same yeah, time, yeah, I think I'm the same actually. Do you know what I mean? Like. 
And it's like, it's not even like, I don't even, ex- I, I would never expect it because it's something stupid. But like, even when I've had like bad dates, majority of the time, I still split the bill and like leave because mm. whatever. Like, I'm not going to punish you monetarily. It's really fair. Yeah, it's just so yeah, much fairer. Like, when, it's so like, much fairer. Like, even, I always try and like explain that. Like, first date rule, like, I'm like, I'm not that bitch that's going to make you pay for things. Like, this is 50 50, etc. But when I date and it, when it's on a serious level, I, it's like, it's on a serious level. I make people know that, like, I don't do things like short term. Like, this is going to be long term if it's long term, etc. And if they get scared off, goodbye. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't need you. See you later. Like, I'm very much. Like, I want to get married. I feel like Stacey knows this. <laughs> you probably know as well. I want to get married. I've already planned out my entire wedding. Like, I've already got the ring. She has I didn't the know venue. that. I have I the venue plan. She has everything I have the planned. ring that I won. The, my jeweler is, like, aware of the ring that I won. This isn't just a Pinterest. No. This is not just a no, Pinterest. No, no, no. Things, things are in, like, the making. Like, all I have to do is give my partner the the... the email address for my wonderful jeweler vijay hi vijay um who will um just like in india just create the ring that i want it will get shipped over and then bam and i already know the venue etc like i already know what i'm doing of course they do Do you know your outfit you know your outfit you know what your hair i'm probably gonna have two different hairstyles so i'll need someone on on site i'm also gonna have two different like looks as well so you know yes you have to you have 100%. to have a change you so, have to have a complete change like makeup switch up like... so like i'm gonna have a kind of gorgeous like a long sleeve like you know um boat neck backless like white gown in like satin or silk that's like to the floor oh very covered up very kate middleton like you know very elegant with like very demure. yes with a very long veil and then uh, we're going to switch it up with a white lenga in the evening. Um, that's also full sleeve, but you know yes. we can party in that. So we're like, yeah, I want the full sleeves because I want to cover my tattoos for my wedding. I just want my images and my pictures to be very timeless. Like I don't necessarily like my tattoos anyway, so like, meh. But um, my thing is like I don't have like a set <laughs> schedule. Like I do have a set schedule. Like, but like I was going to say, you've hundred percent told me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I know the exact by time this point. <laughs> Like, I want to have kids when I'm 30 and I'm 24. So there's six years. But in three, like, it takes a three-year adoption process because when I want to have kids, I want to adopt because I don't want to, like, add more children to the world. I'd rather adopt and save one that's been in a shit home. Hence why I love, like, you know, adopting animals as well. I just have, like, a savior complex, I think. But, um, yeah, like, so that means in the next three years, I have to get proposed to and get married. I think, yep, in three years within three years three years a lot can happen in three years that's but then a long it's also time. not a long time because good you know there's a certain thing like it depends on the person obviously i would love to get married to the person i'm with now but there's so many things that go on with like th- th- there's so many things out of my control that's stressful to me i'm like <laughs> but i'm never like you know yeah. as much as i want to oh get married my life. kids that's like as much as that's a goal for me it's not my end purpose in life and i'm not gonna like sit here and wait for that nah like if i don't find the right person i don't find the right person i think i have found the right person but like there's so many things that are out of your control you just never know so it's like god just go that's with the flow it's different in today's day and age like these things are options they're not 100 i love they're that they're not like essential oh man 
Now I'm just thinking about yeah, my wedding okay, again. Really, it's nice to have like an identity. Yeah, I'm thinking about the hair you might have, and I'm like, I think wow, it will be. I, I feel like I need to start planning what I'm going to wear now because <laughs> you're going to want to make sure that we look like you guys pristine. will be part of. There's, there's not going to be any bridesmaids, but you guys will be part of the bridal party. The bridal party would wear certain outfits. So oh. don't worry. I'm sure okay. you've probably got the sun already. I don't need to worry. I'm 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 kind of thinking of like a, a white and gold situation. Like white and gold would look gorgeous on my skin. Mm. And also I want a gold band for my um engagement ring and my wedding band. So I'm just like, hmm, white and gold would be cute. And then but I'm not that bitch that's gonna be like, nobody else can wear white. I might put my bridal party in white so it's like really cute aesthetic pictures. Do you know what I mean? I watched like selling sunset Ooh. yesterday, season three. Stop and it. like fun. The final episode was Christine's wedding, and she wore black. So and everyone else wore white. Prankty sent Prankty recorded that clip and sent it to me because I had previously. It's very you oh, with, the with the snow falling. <laughs> like honestly, the, the dry ice, the black dress, the the flower girl in the black little like outfit. And I'm just like, <laughs> I love it. But to me, with like, I would have like, I would have black, but I'd have the bottom like seeping red. Do you know what I mean? The in- she had the cake like that like the, the cake Ugh. was black like gothic on the outside you cut into it and it was red like dripping down may i've just started selling sunset so that's not really a spoiler. wow now i know that she gets married that's good i mean they're all like looking for relationships aren't they so someone was gonna get married i'm sure we've seen like multiple so- weddings now <laughs> Not to spoil any more for you. I mean, I watched one episode with Stacey and have never watched it again. <laughs> Everyone keeps telling me to watch it, but I'm like, meh. It's just the ultimate trash. You say that, I watched, I, to, I downloaded I Hey You, to... just so I can watch Kardashians. This is probably trashier. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I watch both. I can't say anything. Pankty told me Karamo's on there. Oh, yeah, that he gets shown a house. Does he buy the house? Um, we don't find out. That's so upsetting. We don't find out. Oh my god, Queer what? Eye. Queer Eye. <laughs> oh, sorry. Have just, you seen I Queer Eye? Don't worry. I don't know their name. Eye? I I have seen I have seen it. I just I no, knew his face, but I didn't know his it. name don't was Karami. Yeah. No, you haven't, because if you see it, you would know who it is. How I many have. episodes? How many seasons? I've seen at least like five episodes. Like, I've seen a lot of the names. last season. So I know Tan and. How do you not know JVN? JVN is the most beautiful non binary princess there is in the world. You know I'm just bad. You know, I'm on sorry. that note, we're going to end this and um, <laughs> I'm going to go off there and yell at Poonam. So thank you all for listening. Um, <laughs> it's been a pleasure as always um feel free to hop on our instagram and drop in our dms or comments and we'll share some of the worst horror stories that you guys have to share because that'll be super fun so yeah as usual all that all the socials are in the the comments not comments what's that thing description yes it's in the description <laughs> hey. um, so yeah we'll speak to you all next week take care everyone Bye. 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 Bye.